Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. And we are back once again with a Tokyo Dome-sized version of our pay-per-view roundtable. This time we are discussing New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2020. And wow, what a show. And what an all-star cast that we got with us today. We got the expert. The guru of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the host of J News Japan, the aforementioned J News. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. As your good brother J News, I am here to talk about what it was to watch this show today. Let's just say it's not all positive. <laughs> and of course, we had to bring back, if you caught our New Japan Cup. 2020 finals this man was a little bit of a troll but he is usually <laughs> your host for dark power reviewing aew dark nwa power nwa carnyland and even impact wrestling as of late this is the stat king what's going on guys if you thought that the headlines coming out of the finals of the new japan cup were big just wait till you see what we're going to be covering today and last but certainly not least, we have a gentleman who, who, who had a lot of tears during our New Japan Cup Finals review. And I don't know if things got any brighter for him. He is back from sabbatical. He is working hard during the pandemic, but he is back just for you during the New Japan Dominion review. This is Ness. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, guys? Yes, I had a lot of tears, and uh, not to spoil anything, there were much, much more. But we're going to get into that, and I hope everybody is tuned in and love what we're doing right now. If you, if you watched the show before this, or it didn't, maybe his shirt gave something away. But <laughs> before we get into anything, this is a little quick reminder to you, the viewers. Push that like button. Gives us, give us a thumbs up. We want our support for these New Japan Pro Wrestling videos so we can talk more New Japan with you guys. Because it's very rare for a wrestling YouTube channel to have these videos about New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we need your support so the YouTube algorithm recognizes that and will do more videos on this type of stuff and of course there's the i card down at the bottom you can push that to subscribe and the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on true hill heat we want to give you all a thanks we have a bunch of new subscribers ever since i was on russell talk podcast show so we appreciate all you great new subscribers so i hope you're enjoying the content that we have here where we talk about stuff like new Japan Pro Wrestling that is very rare among the wrestling community and we have a whole bunch of guys that are hardcore and casual fans of it to discuss it with you today so guys what's your thoughts what are your thoughts on the New Japan Cup finals fallout with Dominion and then this whole Dominion show in my eyes I felt like this wasn't the the usual quality of a Dominion show to me, but it was still a good show. I agree. I agree with that totally, 100%. Um, maybe, you know, everything going on, we are expecting more, but we're not going to get everything that we would get with a regular yeah. Dominion show with everything going on. But, you know, still got a hell of a, a lot of emotion out of me, so... They, they did something right. 
Yeah, I thought that the preliminary matches moved really quickly, and then the the three big matches kind of just slowed it down a bit to the point that, uh, as we'll talk about, as, as when we cover that match, but like the middle of the th- of the three big matches kind of just pulled me out. But that uh, that main event, main event brought me back in. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with the Stat King on this one. The preliminary matches, they uh, they went by quickly. A um, bunch of tag matches, as per usual, when it comes to the regular New Japan shows, not the not the pay-per-views, in the sense. Um, and, yeah. You know, the last three matches were good. They were good, right, guys? They were good <laughs> matches. They were good matches. They were. I'll say I'll save my my full thoughts on on all of it at uh, for for when we get to those matches. Uh, but overall, I think it was a it, it was a decent show. It wasn't it wasn't one of their uh, high caliber or A plus plus shows that we that we are probably used to for a Dominion and stuff like that. Usually, Dominion's like their number two show of the year. Yeah. So you know, yeah. and I understand the circumstances, obviously. Um, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot to be desired, but you know the guys went out there and they did their best, and that that's all you can really ask for at this point. Yeah. Absolutely. So a programming note for you viewers out there: our New Japan Cup Finals uh, review is going to drop on the channel Monday. So you probably already watched it if you're watching this right now. This review is coming out on Tuesday. We had a little bit of delays. Everyone's been busy with the weekend. It's a lot of busyness coming on with True Hill Heat YouTube channel. So we excuse the delay on this Dominion review, but I hope you enjoy it. So Jay News. You're Sorry. our quarterback for this pay-per-view roundtable. Take it away. Straight quarterback, and in the in the words of E40, first matchup, uh, we have a six-man tag uh, that came about. We had uh, everybody was 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 tossed together in this one. Uh, first team, we had Taguchi, Yuji Nagata, and Satoshi Kojima uh, versus Young Lion, Gabriel Kidd, Hanma, and Makabe. Uh, this match, first match of the night, as per the use, ten minutes. On run time, on run time, um, the winners of this match, we had the team of Nagata Taguchi and Kojima um, over the team of Kid Hanma and Makabe, where uh, Nagata hit the Nagata Lock 2 on Gabriel Kid. Overall thoughts on this match, uh, SP3, uh, your go first. Uh, I I like this match. This was fun be for the 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 whole story of the match being Gabriel Kid trying to call out one of the New Japan dads, calling out uh, Nagata. <laughs> that was that's what made this kind of fun and got you kind of in into the show off the bat. Those type of openers for New Japan are usually as strongest. So I like this one. It was fun. It wasn't it wasn't the best match on the card, but it kept me entertained. It kept me engaged. I gave it. Two and three quarter stars. Two and three quarter stars. That's not a bad rip. Uh, JP, talk to me, man. What did you think? I thought it was good to be good as an opening match. I did like how Sid's talking about Kid calling out Nagata. They had a nice little back and forth. I just, I just like when I, when you see the when you see the New Japan dads doing the quick chops in the corner. Like that's just for some for some reason. I'm just like I know that can't hurt that much, but the way they're selling it is just incredible. Like oh my, this is the worst thing. That's ever happened to me in my life, even though I've probably been dropped on my neck like four times in the past week. But uh, yeah, like it, it was, it was for what it was supposed to be. I thought it was a good match. I'd give it like a two and a half stars. Sweet, sweet, nice. Uh, it was alright to me. Nothing crazy. 
didn't like wow me. It wasn't bad. Uh, I'm piggyback off what you guys are pretty much saying. It was good for the opener because like pretty much the show just went up after that. So I just gave like two two stars for me personally. It didn't do anything far as wowing me, but it wasn't like a bad match. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting for me to see Gabriel Kidd pick Nagata of all people after what had happened during the New Japan Cup and the kind of matches that Nagata had during the New Japan Cup, the Okada match, the match versus Suzuki. Like, dude, Nagata still got it. And you out here, you a young line and you picking on this man like that to me was like that's that's telling, you know. And so and so it reminded me of some of, of a match that I watched on one of the lines break collision shows. Uh, where we have one of the young lions, Carl Fredericks, he's picking on Jeff Cobb. So it's one of those things where I was like, all right, so they're doing the same thing in Japan. Uh, I like Gabriel Kidd myself. So I was like, all right, they gave him something to do. Um, but match quality overall, I also gave it like, I gave it like two and a half stars. But I liked how they set something up for Gabriel Kidd to do, uh, which is which is always a positive. Uh, we'll, we'll move on here. Second match of the night, we had another six-man tag. Uh, we had Los Ingobernables de Japón, Bushi, Takahashi, and Sonata uh, versus members of Chaos, Tomohiro Ishii, Toru Yano, and Young Lion, Yoda Suji. Uh, this match lasted about 10 minutes or so, and uh, Hiromu Takahashi hit the Boston Crab on Yoda Suji for the win. Uh, Ness, I'll start with you here to, to take it back around. What, was your thoughts, what were your thoughts on this match? How did you think it went? Uh, I like this match. Um, well, one... LIJ needed some type of momentum <laughs> after everything they went through at the New Japan Cup. Uh, so, you know, seeing them get a win fight, like, after all that and, you know, not having to, at the moment, worry about anything bad happening. So that, that, that was good for me to see, you know. I know I'm wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I'll get into why I'm wearing it later. But I, <laughs> I, it made my heart glad to see that these guys got a win. I gave the match three stars. All right, that's not bad. Uh, Stat King, what were your thoughts? I like the dynamics of the dynamic in the match, especially you just have that Hiromu going back and forth with Yano to the point that uh, I think it was Yano tried to, Yano was holding on to Hiromu by his hair, and then on the opposite side of the ring, Sonata's like, well, if you're going to do that, I'm going to grab one of your guys. Yeah. And, like, they just had, they, they had like, a, like, just like a hostage situation, just going on in the middle of the ring. Um, I will say that one thing I liked also is that kind of just, you can, you can see, you can see how much everything that's going on is affecting Hiromu. And the deep, like that, that nuance of, of, of his character and how he's pulling that across. Uh, I, I didn't obviously because we had Japanese commentators, but I was also uh, going through an English review and just everything that had happened. And I guess from what what they were saying is that what he had written on his uh, hand tape was the word "why" in Japanese, just over and over and over again. So uh, I thought that was also really cool as well. So that, that's about to tear up just because of that. So. No, like, like you said, a little nuance. Like that's that's great. You know, I I know what the hell you wrote on it. I know what it was. I just thought he was just drawing shit on there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, definitely Hiromu was once again the MVP of uh, this match. And this match, once again, LIJ in a six-man or multi-man match is one of my favorite matches of the night. It was probably, my my the in my opinion, the best match on the New Japan Cup finals. I know a lot of people liked 
Evil and Okada. I know some people didn't, but in my opinion, that uh, six-man with Chaos and LIJ was was the best match and my favorite match on that card. And here, it was one of my one of my favorite matches as well. And just mostly because of Hiromu. It was the the little storyline, like like John said, with uh, Yanu and Hiromu coming to play, and then at the end, the finish with Suji kind of getting the one up on Hiromu and coming close to get the victory, and then Hiromu disrespecting him using the young. <laughs> Lion finisher to finish off the young lion with the Boston Crab. Yeah, man. Not the first time he did that during the during the New Japan. I, I know, I know. He did it when it one of the six mans during the New Japan Cup as well. I gave uh, this match uh, three stars. Yeah, I'll I'll go with a three stars here as well. It it always I'm always looking for different things for different matches. Uh, Hiromu's character work has been unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Just. Just looking at his facials, the way he's reacting to stuff, uh, like like uh, like JP said before, the devil's in the details, bro. Like everything that he does, the smallest thing is like a, a throwback to something else that happened in a prior match or something that's going on with him now. Especially with the with the words written on his on his um, on his wrist and hand tape and stuff like that. Um, Yoda Suji, yet again for me, young lion to talk about that dude. Dude impresses the hell out of me every time I see him in the ring. If it's if it's not a a, a, a high velocity dropkick that I wouldn't I wouldn't expect him to do or just being able to grapple and hang with the with the heavyweights and stuff like that to, just to make him look good as a young lion is it, it says a lot about him and, and I like that Toriano man look listen his brand of comedy it might get cheesy from time to time but it's necessary this whole entire New Japan Cup this man has been you know he's just been taken. Uh, Takahashi to the limit, and this hair thing is is trivial at best, but it just has this deep psychological hold on Takahashi, and, that, and that's dope. Um, the spot where Sonata put put Yoda Suji and Toriyano in Paradise Locks yeah. near the yes. <laughs> that was Listen, this is why Sonata is one of my favorite guys to watch because the pristine way he wrestles, the precision in which he wrestles with, everything is so clean. It's Randy Orton-esque to be quite honest, uh, just not as lazy and or as boring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, yeah, he, he's more like a Japanese, more athletic, less lazy version. Of, even though his facial expressions are lazy, his, yeah. he's not lazy in the ring. Like Some, when, somewhere, time some, time. So, somewhere in Philly, Jaquan's ears are burning. <laughs> absolutely drunk guy drunk guy just took an extra shot because of what he just said in the air um but yeah i really i really uh this was this match was just a lot of fun yeah, and was. and 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 i have to I have to say nothing gives me more joy or makes me laugh consistently quite like yano trying to take the turnbuckle pad off yeah. Oh yeah. like every single time every single time he goes for it he just goes for it it's a signature move, man. It's, it's definitely a signature move. Uh, for, for for this match, I give it about three stars as well. Um, you know, like 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 you know, like everybody said, it was an entertaining match, and you know, the guys were doing their best, and 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 it's always fun to watch Hiromu and Yano and Sonata and guys like that uh, compete in matches. Um, you know, but we'll go on to the next match, the third match of the night, another six man tag team match. Um, we had members of Suzuki Goon, uh, Duki, uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and El Desperado uh, go up against Young Lion Yuya Yurimura, uh, the return of Master Watto, and 
Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and this match lasted about 10 minutes. Uh, we had, yet again, Desperado get the pin in this match, hitting Pinche Loco on Yuya Yurimura. Um SP3, I'll start with you, man. What were your thoughts on this match? Did Master Watto do anything for you at all? He showed more athleticism in this matchup, and it's something that I didn't wasn't able to touch on during the um, our discussion, you know, for the New Japan Cup Finals. But this this more or less gave me the image, and it should have gave me the image before with who he was feuding with. But he's going to be a junior heavyweight, mm-hmm. which with the brand master type of. Uh, Vignettes, I never expected that. I never expected a grandmaster would be in like the junior heavyweight division. So there's a lot of like stuff that's still jarring about the presentation here, but he did show a lot more athleticism in this match. And it might be best for him to kind of stick to the multi man and tag team matches if he is going to be positioned with Tenzon. I think that is probably best for him right now. Um, But yeah, I mean, this this match was kind of there. That was the only thing that kind of stood out stood out for me other than that. And the finish, because I was happy because my boy, El Despi, <laughs> El Despi, getting the push, getting the push, oh boy. We'll talk about that in a few as well. But I, I was just happy for the finish, seeing El Desperado get the win. I gave this uh, two stars. All right. Ness, talk to me, man. What were your thoughts on this one? Uh, just pretty much going to pick, uh, piggyback off of what Sid said. Like, it was kind of there. It wasn't a bad match. Um, I like the fact that they had Tenzon. It was pretty much like the young lion and the de- re-debuting of another uh, young lion. Just the New Japan dad trying to uh, give a little guidance to um, against a, a very dangerous stable in Suzuki Goon. So, again, the match was all right. So nothing, like, crazy, but... Uh, Master Wat- Grandmaster Watto, should I say? Uh, he not uh, nothing really stand out from you know our review with the New Japan Cup, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on him. I I don't think he's uh kind of different, but I don't think he's bad. So I definitely want to keep an eye out for him. Oh, that sounds that's 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 a good way to go, JP. Your words. What I liked about this match is not even really in the match itself, but more about how they, everything starting to build towards having an impact down the road in the night. Mm-hmm. So the, the match before this, we're talking about Hiromu and the hand tape and everything having why. Now we're talking about El Desperado getting the pin again and how that's maybe going to lead to something down the road. And it's just to me, what I thought about the matches, it was a tag match and okay, whatever, it's just a regular six man in New Japan. But how they're using it to keep moving things down the road when something does happen in a few short minutes, you're like, okay, that's why that happened right there. And it's all, things start to click into place. So just as a tag match, it's, it got the job done of, of getting Desperado that win. So like I said, I would give it around two stars. I'm, I'm giving this match about two stars as well. The, uh, the, uh, the rolling storyline, right, throughout the throughout the entire show as it started with the second match into the third match into the fourth match and beyond um these in new japan i think the strongest thing that they do uh, and that they have behind them is that storytelling ability be it short term and long term uh so uh, so with this did i see anything out of the ordinary uh during the actual tag match no not necessarily but 
as Sid stated, El Desperado got the pin, so that moved him up the, the pecking order, in a sense, with him getting a pin. Uh, Master Watto was able to, able to show off a little bit more uh, athleticism. I'm with Sid on this one. The packaging, the overall optics of Master Watto and the vignettes and everything in between does not match the man and the wrestler that we get inside the ring. So they, they need to shore that up a bit just so that he's more of a believable character, I think. Uh, to, 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 to say that, uh, Yuya Yurimura, out of the three young lions uh, in in uh, that are able to wrestle right now, um, is probably my favorite. The most fire I always see out of him, uh, he's very light and quick on his feet. Uh, and you can see that he has a lot more in store from a moveset standpoint uh, than what everybody else has shown. Um, so... Uh, that that's always a, a plus for me there. Uh, Dookie didn't show me anything. I'm not sure where Kanemaru's head at was in this match. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, I, I I can agree with you definitely with Yurimura. Yurimura is the most polished and shows the most fire and energy of all the young lions. He's definitely the head of the class or the current young lions that are able to compete for New Japan. Definitely, man. Definitely. But uh, as we were stating before, this... This uh, this particular match led into the next match as well. Uh, fourth match of the night was a regular tag match, uh, two on two. So we had members of uh, the Bullet Club, Taiji Ishimori and Yujiro Takahashi, go up against members of the Chaos Faction, Hiroki Goto and the one and only Rainmaker himself, Kazuchika Okada. Uh, this match lasted about 10 minutes. Um, Takahashi... Uh, actually landed pimp juice on Hiroki Goto to get the win. Um, yet again, we yesterday, I'll start this off by saying this. I, I gave this match um, a good, the match itself, uh, two stars or so. It wasn't anything that I thought was, you know, great. But after the finish is what I thought was the telling part. Um, so, you know, here... The Bullet Club got the win. Another win for the Bullet Club. I didn't feel that this win would transition into what happened later on in the show. Um, I just felt like, okay, another win for the Bullet Club. We'll see something else happen during the duration of the show. Um, the only thing that I did get out of this particular match is uh, it, it seems like Okada is going to be going into a feud with Yujiro Takahashi one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 Uh, we'll 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 see there. But uh, SP three seems like you have something to say, sir. So I'm gonna let you uh, let you hold the ring. <laughs> really, Gato? <laughs> really, Gokata? Like this is the shit. Like I, because I, I always get mad at fans that complain. I also get mad at writers and analysts that complain. And there's like an analyst, his name is Kevin P. Palanto or whatever from 411 Mania. And he complains about Gato and his predictable booking and his like stay and his just like paint by the numbers type of booking. And this is an example of it. This is an example of it. Like, he always gives Okada, when Okada is away from the IWGP title, he don't know what to do with this dude. 
Like, he don't ever, Okada can't ever go after the U.S. title. He can't ever go after the never open weight title. Like, it's it's always he's in these random ass feuds without the title where you know he's going to win. And and it's and he's always trying to pull somebody up, whether it's Bad Luck Fale, whether it's Yujiro Takahashi. Like, we've been down this road before, and I'm just sick and tired of it. Like, give Okada something new. Like, the JY feud was the freshest thing that has happened to Okada in the past five years. All it's been is the IWGP title. And when he doesn't have it, Jigato don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Um, Just to say this much. Do we remember when Okada had the red hair? Does anyone remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Balloon Okada. (laughs) My God. That was horrible, by the way. <laughs> but Ness, what what were your thoughts on this match? How, how did you feel about this? Uh, again, it was kind of just there. Um, the fact that Goto takes another it's another pin yeah. two days in a row um, sucks for him, but it keeps Okada looking strong. Um, yeah. Again, also this is something telling for later on in the show for oh, it's a Bullet Club win, whoopie do. You know they just. Had all this thing, all this stuff happened the night before at the New Japan Cup Finals. So it's, it makes sense for them to get a win as, as the whole faction as a whole has a lot of momentum going and you don't want to mess that up. So I, under, I understand the booking there and it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't really have any effect on me. I gave the match two and a half stars. All right. That's good enough. Uh, Stack hey, King. Hey, I didn't give my star rating for the match. The match okay. was the match was there. I I gave it I gave it two stars. Stack King, talk to me, man. I gave it about two stars as well. Just what seemed off to me was the fact that we have a a heavyweight and a junior heavyweight beating two heavyweights. Right. And that's that's kind of what threw me. Like I came into the match, even even though that I know because of everything that had happened, I, I know that Bullet Club has momentum behind them now. Like just because of everybody's mind should be thrown. How are they going to be in the game? What's going on with Evil and Naito and all that kind of stuff? So I can see how their mind shouldn't be in the game. But, but ultimately, this is still Kazuchika Okada we're talking about. And I guess, I guess the way, because of the way the match works, with Gato being involved and Gato being the one to keep Okada from getting back in the ring, you kind of have a way to excuse the fact that Goto eats the pin. And because Okada just could not get in there to save him, but the fact that both the both the uh, members of the Bullet Club team were able to hang in the match for so long, that part of it just kind of seemed a little off to me. So it was a it was a, it was a good tag match, about two stars for like the, like the other guys said. So yeah. All right. Well, you know, there you have it, folks. Uh, two star ratings overall <laughs> here <laughs> for this particular match. Uh, and we're uh, we're gonna roll into the the depth of uh, Dominion here, where the where the matches started to pick up some fire. Uh, so we go into the the fifth match of the night for the no for the never open weight championship match. We had one half of Rapongi 3K show against member of Los Ingo Bernardos de Japón Shingo Takagi. Uh, this match went for at, for at least 20 minutes. Um, Takagi retained. In this match, but I'll tell you what, man. This is what I expected. This is what I wanted to see. Uh, it broke down 
a few times during the match uh, where I where I I couldn't even it was so evenly matched for the majority of the match I couldn't tell you hey Takagi's gonna take this show's gonna take this it was just so evenly uh, fought uh, but at the end um, when Takagi uh, you know he hit you know last of the dragon it was just one of those things where uh, where where I thought hey they had a match that lasted longer than all the other matches uh, had better wrestling. Uh, it was more. It was more of a co- a coherent match, um, and it made sense. Uh, this feud's gonna continue. This does. This doesn't end here per se. Um, the f- after the bell rang and Takagi was heading to- towards the back, and this is I know this is what we're all gonna talk about here. Um, Takagi was attacked from behind by El Desperado. Despi is calling a shot. He wants his shot at the Never Openweight Championship. Desperado basically walked away with the Nova Openweight Championship. Uh, So another belt gets stolen (laughs) in in, in the the process here. Um, And, you know, we'll we'll hopefully get that match within the next couple of weeks uh, with the upcoming events. Uh, But show's not going to go away either. Show's going to stay in contention for this uh, this championship as well. Uh, Good showing for both guys. Um, a lot of, a lot of lariats, uh, a lot of, uh, high impact maneuvers and stuff like that from both of them, um, shows one strong kid. I'll tell you that oh, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of stuff that you wouldn't believe that show could do. And he does do. And that's what impresses me, uh, so much about show, um, and his emotion during matches as well. So, um, I gave this match about three and a half stars, a uh, very, very good match. Um, and we'll start off with uh, Stat King. What are your thoughts on this match? How how did you feel this went? The fire that you can see in show and everything that he's doing, incredible. Like that that's one thing that I always take away from his matches, but always definitely see in any match that he's with, with Shingo Takagi. And it's just he that it's it's just a solid feud, the two of them together. And I like at one point I had to look up because I just have to look up to Kagi's age. He's only 37. And when you think about it, like that's, yeah. he still has years ahead of him in New Japan after coming over from, uh, I want to say Noah, either Noah Dragon or Gate. Dragon Gate. Dragon, 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 Dragon Gate. Uh, so, yeah, so he's got a long time ahead of him. And Sho, we know, has a long time ahead of him. So, this is a good, solid way that they can build a feud that they're going to be able to have for years to come. Mm-hmm. And this match just. The way these guys were throwing those lariats at each other and the way they were just hitting each other with the chops and everything, just incredible. I, I put it around three and a quarter uh, stars. It was one of the one of the best matches. I mean, out of the out of the three, I, like I said earlier, um, this match was so high energy coming out of the previous matches that the match after this suffered to me because I was just like, wow, these guys were throwing bombs at each other and. To me, like so, maybe, maybe uh, I see Sid's shaking his shaking his head at me, <laughs> but, but like to me, like I I I respected a lot of the story between Sho and Shingo, so I really liked the match. But yeah. Oh, SP3, talk to me, man. What were your thoughts <laughs> on this match here? I'm just I'm just listening to both of y'all ratings, and I'm ashamed of y'all. I'm ashamed of y'all for grossly underestimating this goddamn match. This match was one of the best 
pure in-ring matches that we have seen since this whole pandemic. So maybe I'll blame the pandemic for y'all being fickle <laughs> and curating this goddamn match. This match was amazing. This was the whole story of their feud for the past two years encapsulated in 20 minutes. It was all about them one-upping each other. The clotheslines, the chops, the lariats. Like It, it was just all about the one-upsmanship. And this is what never opened weight championship matches are supposed to be. They're supposed to be hard hitting, supposed to be drops on the head, suplexes. Uh, I, I, The one spot that stands out the most to me is the, the I think the Lariat exchange and then it ends with the pumping bomber by Dingo, which is always either a match ender or a near fall for him and show kicks out at one. And yeah. so, the roar of the crowd and the clapping of the crowd, it just got you more into the match. And that's when I was just like, oh, no, this match is great. Like, this is, <laughs> nothing, this is nothing below four stars. Like, that's why I I was just I was just balking at both of y'all rating of this matchup. But this match, in my opinion, was four and a half stars. All right. All right. Ness, talk to me, man. <laughs> man, Sid just hit every 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 point that I probably was going to say. Um. I liked it a lot. Again, I'm biased. I'm a huge single, single <laughs> Takagi fan, obviously. Uh, show, he's definitely becoming one of my favorites. Regardless, you know, he's in the tag team, but when he has his singles matches, he, like I said before on the New Japan Cup review, if he ever goes on a singles run in the whatever division he's in, whether it be if he bulks up and goes to the heavyweight division, if he tries to go after the junior heavyweight title, He's going to be a staple in that division. And this match just had high energy. The fighting spirit that embodies, you know, New Japan as a whole, in my opinion, that was definitely uh, in this match. So, like, there was one point where uh, they're just hitting each other with suplexes and German suplexes and, like, one after another. It just kept going. And, like, it was, I don't know. It was, I was just marking out throughout this whole match. I gave it myself. I gave it uh, four and a quarter stars. But again, because I'm biased, but that's, that's just my opinion. But God, I, I love that match. I love the match. You were definitely right about those suplex spots and this, like, just show showing how, like, resilient he was and that yes. fighting spirit. Just his facial expressions just got you, like, more into the match and more into wanting to see him win. And I, I was a person that definitely wanted to see Shingo win this match, but show's performance made you root for him. Yeah, yeah, but like even like Jay New said, I had no like I didn't know who was gonna win until the three count and the yeah. and the match was over. Like I really thought that at some point uh show had a chance, you know, and then like, but Shingo they just kept going back and forth, man. And like that's what I that's what I want. I don't know what's gonna happen, and that's just the fan of me. I love the unpredictable unpredictability of matches. Yeah, that's that's definitely always a a, a good a good feeling to walk away from when it comes to general uh, wrestling matches in general. Not knowing what to take away from them or not knowing what's gonna happen, um, and and it's a cardinal rule for any wrestling fan, I think nowadays. And for folks not to understand that is a little. Um, I don't know, confusing nowadays. We understand the stuff is scripted. We understand there's a guy who books these matches. But if we get lost in it emotionally, we invest in this stuff, and we don't have the, oh, perpetually, this guy is going to win this match. Look at the pace. Look at how this is going. If we don't know, that's that's when you know it's good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that this match definitely 
uh, perpetuated that. But SP3, your man Despy at the end of the match. Talk to me, man. How did you feel about this? <laughs> I, was, I was so happy. I was not expecting that at all. Like, I thought they were going to give Despy the push to get a shot at the junior heavyweight title in Hiromu. But like I told like I said during the New Japan Cup finals review, this guy proved that he can hang with the heavyweights in that matchup with Tomohiro Ishii in the first round of the cup. So I just, I just, I'm, I am looking forward to Shingo versus Despi. I think that's going to be a great match. I know we got uh, Singurio, uh Lord coming up. They got yeah. the Summer Struggle coming up. So I wouldn't even mind that match being a main event on one of those smaller uh, New Japan shows because I think that Shingo delivers anytime he's in a big matchup. He proved it here against Show, and I think that Despy needs that opportunity as well to prove himself. Yeah, that's 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 a good call there, guys. Any that's JP. What are you guys' thoughts on on Desperado moving up the ladder? That's I'm just paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen what's been you know what's going on, and if any type of omen, if this says anything, then. I, I'm definitely not wishing this, but Shingo's days as the never open weight champion are numbered. And I definitely don't want that. But as as SP3 said, Despy, he's proven that he can hang. So why not reward him with uh more? Yeah, give him give him that time in the sun. He's worked for it, he's earned it. Let, let him let him show more people what he's able to do. So it's a good move in my book. All right. Yo, Ness sound like a scarred child. Like he's a, <laughs> he, he is, he is a, he is a wounded child of Lij, man. Yeah, man, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> I think overall, I think we can say the last four or five years in New Japan has been has taught us anything. Is that yo five star, six star matches? What we get from those matches? To like for me to go beyond four on a match where I'm like, yo, give these guys an extra seven minutes. They could have pulled out an extra star in between. That's where it's like, all right, three and a half is reasonable. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, that's my reasoning. You're it's, you're 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 a Cisco and Ebert, man. <laughs> I penny pinch. I'm a frugal being in real life. He's <laughs> like, I'm gonna do it on the star ratings too. I, I would do the same thing with the star ratings, but uh, let's get on to the next match, uh, sixth match of the night. Uh, this match was for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Uh, we had Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. of Suzuki Goon uh, versus the Golden Aces, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi. Uh, this is their first title defense, and it was their last title defense. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and SP3, we called this yesterday. We were like, man, it just don't look right. They're going to lose these belts. And sure enough, they did. A half an hour match, basically. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. hit the holy Zack driver uh, on Tanahashi. And, um, you know, the match wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad match at all, uh, in my opinion, at least. I enjoyed this match just because they finally gave uh zach saber jr time uh to do what he does best because there's i'm i'm in a camp 
and I always stand alone with my opinions when it comes to certain things. Zack Sabre Jr.'s matches go one of two extremes. You're, they're either really freaking good or either really freaking boring. There is no in-between with Zack Sabre Jr. matches. There really just isn't and whatnot. And he did to me in this match what I was expecting to, uh, to get out of him in a good match. So I gave that to Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, tai Chi did his usual Tai Chi shit. <laughs> um, um, it, it's he, uh, Zack Saber carries the team, um, just from a wrestling standpoint alone and as a character as well because he does a lot of talking on the microphone and in the back now. Um, Tai Chi is just, I'm not gonna say he's there, obviously, he's up, he's a heavyweight now, um, he's doing more, he's more involved and stuff like that, but it's not anything that's uh, that I can say where you know he's he's in line for something, you know, he's a tag champ now. But he's not the relevant partner in his tag team, if you understand what I'm saying. He is the Marty Jannetty of this tag team, okay? <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's a little early to call that. It's a little early to call that, I think. Uh, no, no. But, 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 you know, I, it, it, JP, you're absolutely right. It is early to call that. But at this point, I've just never been a fan of his shit. Um, he, hasn't shown, he hasn't shown me much. And I felt like... Like this whole tournament was where Tai Chi was gonna have another coming out party, more more from Tai Chi, and they put him in a tag team. Not to say that it was a bad thing. I was just expecting more from him as a singles wrestler. Uh, but this is a good, you know, it's a good stopgap for him. But I'm not, I'm not seeing, uh, I'm not seeing another level to Tai Chi as of yet. Um, they worked Tanahashi's legs to death. Oh my god! To death. Um, this entire. First of all, the entire New Japan Cup, they worked over those knees. But this match, Jesus, man, how did he walk afterwards? <laughs> it was just, oh, man, it was, it was so uh, destructive. And um, Ibushi, I don't know what to say, man. It's, it's tough because Ibushi's been one of my favorite guys for years. And, and in this match, it's like I felt like he was a little lost. Uh, in, in between parts and stuff. And I know Tanahashi likes to carry matches and stuff like that, but it just takes so much away um, from from his partner, in a sense, in, 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 in all of this, which is, you know, Ibushi's not that old of a guy. He's, what, 37 years old now, and he's, he looks great. He still moves great. Um, so not to see him not carry the load and Tanahashi still carry the load for match. This match went 28 minutes and 43 seconds. Yeah. Tanahashi was in the ring the majority of the time. Um, you know, obviously, you know, the, the opposing team thought he's the weakest link, yada yada, this and third, but damn man, it's Jesus. I I, I didn't I felt bad for Tanahashi after a while. <laughs> so um, That's uh, the point. But, yeah, but exactly that's 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 the point. Um I gave this match a, a good three stars. Uh I was I, I liked this match. I uh I like the uh I predicted the outcome, but it was a good way to to go about to to um to finish the match. Uh, JP, we'll, we'll start with you here. What were your thoughts on this match? How, how did you uh, rate this? So I gave it roughly around the same, about three stars, because as I was saying before, the Shingo and Show match was so action-packed that as this match started going longer and longer, it just I was just like, all right, we all kind of guessed mm -hmm. that Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. picking up the win. So in my mind, I was thinking, just let's 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 get let's get there, let's get there, let's get there. And as the match started wearing longer and longer, it started just bugging me. However, one spot that I absolutely loved, outside of when they just kept hitting the dragon screws on Tanahashi's legs, was when they both each had uh, Ibushi and Tanahashi in submissions at the same time. Yeah. 
and they're and they're just and it's just that sense of almost overwhelming oh they they were overwhelming to the point that they controlled the ring to me at least perfectly to just keep tanahashi and keep abushi separated from each other and uh one other thing that i kind of at the time wasn't it didn't strike me but then when i was thinking about it later was that you now have freed up and maybe we're giving away the lead uh, uh of, of the of the main event but you've now freed up two high caliber high quality faces for mm-hmm. who knows what they may right. need to be doing down the road right so yeah that, that was also something that i in, in hindsight i was like okay wow that that's actually really smart so yeah definitely sp talk to me man uh, i probably enjoyed this match more than uh the rest of you guys i just love the story that it told with the dangerous attackers being the the constant dick heels uh, throughout this entire <laughs> match and just going after tadahashi's bad legs and the the straight jackets dragon screw might be one of my favorite double team <laughs> double team moves now because it just made a simple move like the dragon screw look like the most devastating yes. vicious maneuver in the business because they were just dragging it did it like eight times he did it to like four times to each leg like i was like god damn like what do they do do they want this man to be in a wheelchair by the end of the night Damn, but like I just love the the dynamic of of the dangerous techers where Taichi, like we said, we we talked about his flaws and his weaknesses on the New Japan Cup Finals, but the things that he gets right, he gets right. He's yeah, good. That's... He has a he has a great entrance. Sure. He, he he plays a he plays a good heel character, yeah. and throughout this match, he played a good heel heel wrestler. He got he got the heat on Tadahashi at the right time. Just off the off the rip, him not letting Tadahashi pose on the second turnbuckle sure. to begin the match. That's how the whole match started. And then his little kick exchange. This man can give one of the best kicks in the business. And he stood up to the best kick in the business of Ibushi in the middle of this matchup after Ibushi's hot tag. And I and I liked uh, Ibushi's role in this match with the hot tag and kind of being. And, and I like the fact that Ibushi didn't take the loss here because I just want them to protect Ibushi because he is the guy that needs to... He is the next baby face that needs that big title win in New Japan. That's why I was like all for Sonata to win the New Japan Cup, but I definitely didn't want Sonata to win the title because Sonata, you know, he 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 is there. He's almost there, but he's behind Ibushi yeah. when it comes to baby faces that need to win the IWGP Heavyweight Title. But I like like John said, it was a little bit of hindsight for what would happen in the main event and freeing up two top stars and like I like I called them in the in the Cup Finals, uh, the New Japan Mega Powers. That is uh, <laughs> that is Ibushi and. Tadahashi, you know, it frees them up, but it also establishes the dangerous techers because Taichi used the the iron fingers on Ibushi, which completely knocked him out of this match, pretty pretty much of this match. But they didn't use it on Tadahashi. Tadahashi broke it up, but it was basically them double teaming Tadahashi that got them the victory. And I and I think that that really established them as strong champions. Like John said, there was moments of this match where they really just overcome overcame both men, and it really established them as the better team. And I gave I gave this match three and a half stars. All right, Ness, you're 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 up, brother. Tell me. Yeah. 
So uh, just something I'm going to touch on that I touched on with the New Japan Cup review. Um, Dangerous Tigers are an actual tag team. Sure. Part of the same faction. They've been around each other, just like you said before, even if it's not in the if it's only in the ring, out of the ring, whatever the case may be. They are an actual team. And for the lack of a better term, not a makeshift team as Ibushi and Tanahashi are. And they show that in this match. The those dragon screws, my legs hurt. Like, I, <laughs> and that's just one thing throughout the whole match. I'm just like, damn, that really looks like he's really in pain. And you know, the the just them syncing up together and just taking out Tanahashi. Also, what Sid uh, touched on that Tanahashi took the pin. I think that in itself uh, pushes the momentum for this uh, for Dangerous Tackers because Tanahashi, regardless of you know Okada. Naito, whoever. Oh, Tanahashi's still an ace of New Japan. If not the ace, he's still an ace. So getting the pin on Ibushi might not be as important to their win as getting the pin on uh, Tanahashi. But okay. the match, again, the match was solid. I enjoyed it. I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, not too much to complain. I, I'm glad that uh, the Dangerous Techers won because, again, they're an actual team and it showed in the match. All right, guys. Uh, one, thing, one thing I wanted to add, because uh, I, w- I would be remiss if I, if I didn't do this uh, Stack King moniker, uh, we should congratulate Zack Sabre Jr. on actually winning his first championship in New Japan. Oh, wow. This is true. This, this is this true. This is his first actual title. This so he's the, 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 he okay. was holding, he, he's had the, the British Heavyweight Championship, but that's a, that's a RevPro title mm-hmm. that, that they work with. New Japan on. This is his first actual New Japan Championship. So, congratulations, Zach. Word, word. Oh man, that's a that's a good stat right there. That's very telling, uh, to to say the least. And we'll go on to uh, to that to, to the main event, the last match of the night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's already. Uh, we had uh, the double champ uh, Tetsuya Naito representing Los Ingo Bernabes de Japón. Uh, versus the newly crowned uh, Bullet Club member, Evil. Um, I'm going to let Ness, I'm going to let you start this one off um, because we need your ire in this match to understand what took place. So, sir, please. All right. So, the reason why I'm not wearing a Bullet Club shirt because I wanted to. I predicted on the New Japan Cup review that Naito was going to win. I have to eat my words. Eat all the words. Oh, man. <laughs> so with that being said, this is more so of a, like, I made a bet with myself, pretty much. Uh, with Evil getting the win, I said, fuck it. Let me just throw on the Bullet Club shirt. I'm not jumping off the LIJ bandwagon at all. But... Um, I'm gonna do this, and I might. This might be a little long. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to contain it. is Try to contain it. It's gonna be a mark reaction, and it's gonna be the non-mark reaction. So I'm gonna start with the mark reaction. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely upset. It's. Uh, we're pretty much just now getting back within like the la- little, what, like little bit, I don't know, a month 
or maybe around a month of New Japan action. And with the pandemic, Naito's reign has been like, there really hasn't been one. So, you know, his first pretty much title defense, um, they're like, he loses, you know? I, that pissed me off to like no, no end. I was just upset. Now, with the evil turn, they immediately went to the gimmick change. I, I love the fact that they just immediately went from, you know, for the lack of a better term, knockoff Japanese Undertaker into, you know, still kind of dark, but it's a little bit less gimmicky. Like now he's, you know, Bullet Club. He, he has changed outfit with the, with the guns on it. Like, I, yeah. and I didn't even really notice that until the second time I watched it. And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Little sub- subtleties like that go, make, uh, go a long way. Um, the match itself, one part of the match that I don't understand, fucking red shoes. Let's evil put Naito's knee through a fucking table. He goes to get a chair. No, he stops the chair, but he's, you know, he stops him the, the table. The chair, holds up the, the table. table. But you didn't stop him from putting him through the fucking table. You know, like, come on, man. You let this guy get his, like, he's getting, like, murdered pretty, pretty much throughout this whole match. Naito put up a fight. He definitely put up a hell of a fight. But, um, again, the mark in me is upset, but understand what's going on everything going on with the pandemic, this whole gimmick change, uh, uh, evil leaving LIJ, joining Bullet Club, it would be, uh, all right, it would be a missed opportunity and a waste of time if all that happened and he didn't win. You know, that would, all that just would have happened for what? All this momentum and all this effort that you just put behind this stable the night before would have been diminished in 24 hours. So as upset that I am that it happened, I understand and I can somewhat appreciate everything that transpired. So I'm upset. I'm highly upset. Even like after the match was over, I'm like, I'm sitting there with my hand on my face like, he fucking won. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm still in shock. Granted, he was very, Naito was extremely protected. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about that. He was extremely protected, but it was... It, for for I would think the last time that I was emotionally invested in wrestling was Wrestle Kingdom, for the most part. So since what January up till now, just me just watching wrestling has just been like I'm just going through emotions. Okay, okay. For the past two days, I've enlisted more emotion than I have in months, and I can only thank New Japan for that. You know, is I'm not, I don't agree with all the decisions, but. I can agree. I can appreciate them happening. That's dope, man. I, I can appreciate your words there. Uh, SP3, I'm going to let you uh, get your words and your thoughts in with this one here. Um, I like the dishes, decisions made with like uh, the different characters that were a part of this and the run-in at the end and the decision, the, the final finish. The match itself was way too long. Agreed. Way too long. Evil is not... I think Evil has proven over the last two nights that although the character and this heel turn definitely do work, he is not the guy to do the 30-minute Okada epics. He's not that guy. 
that he's guy. just not that guy. So New Japan needs to go away from their usual formula of the 25, 30 minute epics, and they need to more, you know, square it down to like 19, 20 minutes. I think that's probably going to be in the ballpark if Evil is going to be a long term champion for them. But I enjoyed, uh, you know, the Bullet Club getting involved. I liked the little tease of the interaction between Ichimori and Hiromu because I still remember their Best of the Super Juniors uh, matchup, the finals a couple of years ago, where they tore it up and had one of the best matches of the year. And I would love to see it again for the junior heavyweight title. I love uh, the return. The first time that I've seen him. Since 1998, <laughs> a part of Kayentai, Dick Togo is back. Dick Togo, a new generation of professional wrestling fans, will be introduced to Dick Togo. I think, I think uh, Eric Stevens tweeted that out, and I just have to echo that, that Dick Togo, I, I, I only was familiar with him from, like, the Kayentai days, but then I looked at a bunch of his stuff from, like, Japan, and this guy, this guy is definitely a talented guy. I don't know if he has that much left in the tank, but just him as a character being positioned with evil... I love that decision. I love the little, uh, the little, the little like throw off with him coming out dressed as Bushi and being the announcers thinking it was Bushi, only for him to choke out, uh, <laughs> choke out Naito with the with the uh, the the wire or whatever it was. Uh, it looks like a weight a weight wire or something like that. But yeah. It it was good. It was fun. It was a uh, it was fun with that little interference at the end and what it led to with evil doing the low blows and getting the victory. I love the decision because it immediately positions evil as a main event heel and and the Bullet Club needed it. I said it on the Cup Finals review. Uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer said it on Wrestling Observer Radio that the Bullet Club were desperate without a main event heel. They don't have Kenta right now. They don't have Jay White. So this was what they needed and. And him winning the cup was great and it did position him as an upper card heel but this decision to make him i think what i think this is this is only the seventh guy in the past five to six years that has won the iwgp heavyweight championship i think it's only been okada naito tadahashi omega styles jy and now evil Seven guys in the past six years yeah. that has won this title. And it's like a, this is the most prestigious title in professional wrestling. And it just positioned Evil as a top star for New Japan. I hear that. Stat King, your thoughts, sir? So I, my favorite spot was actually that table spot. Mm. Simply because you, you were... You, you, you know Evil wants to win. You know everything he's done. But the question is, is he really about to do this? Like, is, that, is, is, he, is he willing to just take that ne the next step and the next step and the next step? And to me, that table, putting him, putting Naito, basically putting Naito's knee through, through that table was to me that, that step. Uh, I will say the, I, I don't know who Dick Togo is. So that'll be, that'll be something great to, to, to learn about somebody new and see how they're going to present this person. Uh, the announcers like kind of lost their minds when they when they had the reveal, which was kind of cool. Uh, I will say that the the, the crowd kind of seemed. I think the crowd almost believed that Naito had to win, the, right? Because it, because they because even to the point that 
this guy was is has a garrot and he's choking Naito and and Naito's not even really protecting himself like he didn't have his hands up to try to be in between have his fingers in the wire or anything like that like he's actually almost letting it happen or at least trusting Dick Togo to not be fully choking him out and the crowd kind of seemed silent to me like they just were like okay this is happening it's horrible but Naito's going to find a way and just the way that they kind of slammed that door shut and saying, no, this is where we're going with this. And you, you know, like, this, is, this, this is what's happening now. I, 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 interpreted, I interpreted the crowd's reaction more of them being stunned. Because I feel like the announcers, they thought it was Bushi as well. Yeah, that, that also, yeah, because you, you did have the mask on at the time. So I think the crowd, like, something was going on that, you know, it's, it's just that sometimes when you see, when you see those, a big move about to get hit and then the, uh, then a, the wrestler gets the counter... The crowd has that audible, oh, like, you know, like they have that audible reaction. And here the silence just felt, it just felt kind of weird to me about it. But I will say that overall, I think the match was really good. And then afterwards, Hiromu coming out to make that save. Just, you know, like it, it just one of, it's just one of those things that you, you kind of have the, the juxtaposition of, Hiromu, who has been vocal about wanting the match with Naito and trying to and, and, and chasing that intercontinental and chasing the heavyweight title, and Evil, who we didn't really say as much compared to Hiromu, is the one who actually makes the turn. But Hiromu is the one who does the right thing and comes to you know in essence the father, the father's help. He comes to he comes to uh, Naito's aid and gets tries to get Evil out of the ring and then lays down that challenge. To say I'm, I want to be the one to try to fix this wrong, to, to 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 face you. I thought that was just the way they 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 put the two people and what they wanted there and how they acted out on their desires. The yeah. way they contrasted that, that I thought was just really great writing. So that that that, that to me was was very telling at the end of the match. Uh, Stat King, your uh, your star rating for this oh. match. Uh, if it had been if it had been shorter, mm-hmm. I think I would have rated it a bit higher. Uh, I'll give this one about three and three quarters. Ness, I did. I didn't get. Yeah, yeah, three yes. and three quarters. Three and three quarters. SP, I'm gonna go three and a quarter. Yeah. So I'll start off by saying three and a quarter. Uh, as as JP put it, plenty of times yesterday and today, the devil is in the details, right? Um, this match went on too long. I agree with that. Um, I, for one, do know who Dick Togo is outside of the Kai fame and things of that nature. Um, it tied in very, very well with the level of violence and evilness that came out of evil. Dick Togo outside of the WWE was once, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it once, one violent motherfucker. Dick Togo, <laughs> um, Jesus, man, FMW fame, just a lot of stuff that he's had. Talk to Mick Foley, talk to Mick Foley about Dick Togo, and he's has he'll have some stories for you. Um, but it made sense when I saw Bushi come out. I said to myself, "Oh, that's Yujiro." I thought that was Yujiro Takahashi for a minute, and then yeah. when the unveiling came out and it was Dick Togo, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Now I get it. Now I get it. Now I understand this version, this New Japan dad, right, Dick Togo, had the ear and the mind 
of evil the whole time. And that's why evil had this turn. That's why he got so violent. That's why he put Naito's knee through that table. Because once you saw Naito's knee go through that table and he had all them scratches and stuff, he had been through mm-hmm. war at that point. And that was just the tip of the iceberg uh, for me. Um, man, what can I say? I think that Hiromu coming out to make the save, uh, like you guys said, it was, it, it, it was telling, right? Because now he put down the gauntlet. He's there for the challenge. and He's going to be the one to right the wrong. Um, it takes Sonata out of the mix for, for, for me being a Sonata fan, out of the mix for now. But it makes more sense for Hiromu and the way that the story was being developed throughout the cup and the last couple of months. Um, so that, that I can understand. Um, yeah, Evil's win here. Guys, I get from a storyline purpose, right? I get him winning the titles. I, like Ness said, you know, all the buildup and the turn for Evil yesterday, it wouldn't have made sense if Evil didn't win tonight. But it cheapens Naito's reign yet again. Another wow. short reign. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, sure this is, I, I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with politics. I'm sure New Japan believes in Naito. But geez, the, can he never... I know, Sid. I know. <laughs> do they? Do they believe in Naito? Um, it's it's tough, man. It's it it was just from entrance. I always like when it comes to the main events. I always notice everything from the entrance to the last bell. When they changed Evil's um, look, he had the Spartan. Uh, freaking uh flaky skirt thing with the pants and no longer with the with the cloak and sickle coming out or whatever this table spot was rough but the spot that caught me off guard that had the most evil tinge to it was when evil sent the announcer into the guardrail yes milano milano I so, called I called that out to to the chat with you guys. I was like I was like oh shit, Evil just just uh just punked out of Milano. Milano's been his boy for years. Yeah, exactly. Always. Yes, he tore up the, the the toy sickle and everything, and 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 he threw him into the barricade. I want to say this because New Japan, the fighting spirit thing, is not only with the wrestlers but it also exists with the commentators. If we were watching a WWE event. That commentator would have gone to the back and he would have been gone for a month. That man got his ass up, put his headphones back on, oh, and he yes. to commentate that night. So I said to myself, yep, these sons of bitches are tough. I ain't messing with them. <laughs> That's the cult. <laughs> the devil's in the details, man. You got to pay attention to everything that goes on in these matches. Because if you lose one thing, everything is a bit to a story. That'll, that'll happen later on or some a couple of minutes later or whatever have you. Um, I like the match. Like I said, I gave it three and a quarter stars or whatever. It did go too long. Um, but just the small things, man, that Dick Togo shit threw me for real. <laughs> I hadn't seen him since the since the late 90s, early 2000s. And like tape trading was a big thing to know who Dick Togo was in the 90s. And just like I'm saying, man, the violence. Now I get it. Damn, Eagles getting violent. Togo's the reason why Eagles getting violent. So you know, it, it's it's one of those things where I wonder where this goes from here. Uh, how does Hiromu get into Evil's head? How does Hiromu overcome any of this, even if he can, right? Even if he can. Um, who will be the one to dethrone Evil at this point? He is now the true king of darkness. He's got two belts. He sits on a throne. 
and he's and he's the lead heel champ and uh uh you know de facto leader of the bullet club at this point um you know all i all i something real quick technically he has three yeah. Who knows what they're gonna do with that now? So right. Yeah, because he's one. He's one third of the never open weight six man tag team champions. Yeah. Um, well, he said, "Fuck that shit." He said, "I don't need that shit no more." <laughs> uh, the Hiromu ending definitely stands out like the most out of like the aftermath of this because it just gave me so much energy. I I, I praise Hiromu so much on our Cup Finals review, and I'll praise him some more here. He got me so amped at the end, and like John said, it's the the whole character and his position in in uh, Lij. Like he is the the youngest the youngest sibling of Lij, and now his older brother. Has, has turned his back on the family and that whole breakdown at the end with him screaming just perfectly encapsulated it without him having to cut one promo or say one word in English I understood the story of him breaking down seeing his his older brother not only not only turn his back on the family but get success because of it like that that type of like seeing that and seeing his father get ushered away into uh, you know hurt and be in that like breakdown just so told you so much about Hiromu's character about the whole story of LIJ about Evil's character Naito it told so much in just one little shot it was just great yeah one, man go ahead one, JP I'm sorry yeah, I was just gonna say one thing I wanted to add is that like you know how uh you know they always say that that big match feel in WWE that that big match feel I, I knew this is a big match and if you could feel it you knew it but like for me, Naito's entrance, just him walking out, normally he walks slowly to the ring without looking like he cares. But right now, he's walking, like the way he walked, it reminded me of when uh, Cena walked out for SummerSlam for the match against Brock Lesnar. Like just that, and, and also when Cena walked out uh, and Money in the Bank against CM Punk, like just that walk to the like you know what's coming, you know this is about to be a fight, this is about to be a war, and the, just that level of wow, this is like that part of it. I just thought was 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 really great, just from a presentation standpoint. Yeah, and I and I and I had to look before when uh, news was talking about Gato and his treatment of Naito because it's wrong. It's wrong. Like, like, yo, like, 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 all these people, like, I got on people, you know, on True Hill Heat. I got on people for being too quick to judge and having more faith in Gato when Naito lost at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And I was like, oh, no, you, you know, just wait. You know, we can, we got to have faith in Gato. You got to get there, you know. And then, you know, Naito's win at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, he's the double champion. You know, finally, you know, it paid off. But to a lot of people, and I can say it now in hindsight, being 2020, it was too late. It was too late. It was way too late. Because the time to the hit while the iron was hot was in 2018 at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Him winning the double titles was a nice accolade, but it all depended on his reign. 
and his reign once again was one title defense and then he lost in his second title defense again and again this happens to Naito his first reign with the IWGP heavyweight title went the same it's ridiculous like you we we you have more people than Okada. You have more people than Tanahashi, Gato. Like you've been you've been riding these two guys out for close to a decade now. Like get more faith in these other guys. It should it Tomo Iri Ishii should have a run with the IWG title by now. Bushi should have got longer of a reign with the IWGP Intercontinental title. Like it's not just the heavyweight title. Like yeah. it's other you have these these lower card titles where you don't even give these guys reigns to really like establish themselves. Like the only guy underneath the the Tanahashi and Okadas that have actually gotten like real reigns of any titles is Osprey with the junior heavyweight championship. Or even before that, Hiromu with the junior heavyweight championship. And look where both of them are now. Both of them are top stars for New Japan. So it should tell you to have more faith in other guys. Like it's just ridiculous. It's just I I respect him trying something new. And going with someone new at the top. Like I said, this is only the seventh guy to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in the past six years. But we need you to have more faith in just one guy at a time. One guy per year. You need to, you need to, you know, get it up. If I'm going to be critical of WWE for not pushing more stars, I got to be critical of Gato. It's the same, it's the, it's the same thing. Um... You know, I, I was talking about this yesterday with the New Japan Cup review as well. Uh, they need to put, they need to push more stars. Uh, the reason as to why I was lobbying for Sonata so much uh, wasn't just because I think he's the better wrestler amongst the guys who's there now. He's another star. To, he's another star to, to 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 propel. You have Ibushi. You don't use him correctly at all. I don't understand why he resigned last year. To be quite honest, because he still gets the same crappy ass treatment, right? Um, like you said, the change now with Evil being the double champ, it's something new. But from a from a long-term storytelling aspect of it, uh, me being a long all of us being long-term wrestling fans, Evil never had the fight, never had to crawl to get to the top. He's a transitional champion. This this, this is the only way I can see it. He's a transitional champion. He didn't do what Sonata did. He didn't do what Naito did. He didn't do what Goto did. For God fucking sakes, Goto. Yeah, yeah. And 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 we have Evil as the double champ right now. So it is so it begs to to me like, you know, I I call him the Booker Man, and 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 it's and it's a pun because of a Brian Pillman thing that happened in the nineties, and um. <laughs> You know, it, it, it's just one of the things that I don't get about how Gato books stuff. I understand that they're more gauged towards long-term storytelling and booking. But for me, the evil thing makes sense short-term. I don't necessarily know what the long-term story is now, right? Uh, JP, I think you have something on your mind. The only the only thing I want to ask is, do you guys, like, like I understand everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. The one, I guess, pushback I would have is, Naito would have had more title defenses had there not been a pandemic. We don't know that. We don't know that because in January, in January, uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer reported that Gato had already told him. He already reported this in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that Gato had said this is evil's year. 
So we okay. don't know right. if okay. Evil right. yeah, was gonna you. win the win the New Japan Cup and then beat him on uh <laughs> in April in the first week of April. So right, it still would have been the same thing. So we don't really we don't really know how it was gonna go with the pandemic, but we do know that they do are behind Evil. So See, a part of me a part of me felt that a part of me felt that that a percentage of why this was happening was because they don't know about the travel arrangements for Jay White, Kenta, and they just don't know when these guys are going to be able to come back. Sure. At all. At all. Like, not even, not even from a sense of, you know, maybe six months from now. Maybe they, we just don't know. So a part of me was thinking, well, yeah, like this, something like this makes sense. Because if you're going to have, if you're going to try to have compelling TV or compelling, uh, a compelling product as we're bringing people back into the arenas and we're starting to run more and more shows, one of the best things you can do is have faces chasing a heel. Sure. Yeah. And so like from that perspective, I was like, okay, maybe this is, you know, a, a really strong reasoning as to why a lot of this is happening. Now, if you're telling me that evil was always in the cards to maybe be the guy to win the new Japan cup and take it from them immediately, like that changes things. But I think that, I, I feel as though the pandemic just kind of threw everybody a curveball. Yeah. So yeah. It, threw, it threw a wrench in the plans, to, 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 to be quite honest. And, and, and I'm with Sid here. I remember when, when Uncle Dave uh, did uh, talk about this being Evil's year. And, and me in my head, I said to myself, and I was like, this is going to be Evil's year. How are they going to make this story make sense? You know, uh, this is the perfect way for it to make sense, right? From, from an overall yeah. uh, overlapping story thing. But it's like, man, Naito with with the years of going after these championships, Goto with with always being in the finals or in the semifinals of all these cups and these and these tournaments. Same thing with Sonata. It's like you still have Okada and stuff like that. Tanahashi's still the ace and whatnot. What? Who are the other? Ibushi's still there, right? Ibushi's still there. So it's like, who else? Jay Jay. We talked about Jay White a little bit yesterday, right? I love Jay White. I love Jay White, but shit, man, he was a transitional champion too. So it's one of those. But but he did he did do more with his with his reign because him and Naito, then Naito got got his transitional run. That was his first run with the IWGP title back in 2016. Right. But that run proved that he was a main event a main eventer. So they they basically pushed him as one of their top stars. And that's the same thing that happened to Jay White. So it all depends for evil how this reign goes. But on, on the other end of the spectrum, it all depends on who evil drops the title to. Because if he drops the title right back to Naito, then then a lot of the points that we're trying to make here is a mood point. Yeah. Because then Gato yeah. has another opportunity to give him an actual reign. And to actually push him as one of the guys for New Japan. I don't, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here or I'll be the downer. I don't see that happening, bro. I don't see it happening. Um, it's just, Gato's still, the, Gato's still the booker and Naito's still there. He's Isn't he supposed to be the second to Okada in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, after, after being after Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle, yeah. After Wrestle Kingdom. So, so it's like you, you, like I told you yesterday about Ishii, how I felt like Ishii got deflated yesterday. And I was like, now you deflate Naito. And it's like, fuck, man. What, who's going to be on top? Right? Because it's like, when Kenta comes back, when Jay White comes back, th this is going to be NWO all over again? 
is is this what we're is this what we're going down towards? And I was like, because we because we 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 seen Man. these shows before. I get it. I get it. <laughs> We've seen not. these shows before. <laughs> We've seen this story before, and it just becomes very cumbersome after a while to see the same faction and the same people winning all, all the time. I'm and the hot potato thing. That's a different conversation for a different day with these belts. Because I'm an old school guy in the sense guys need long runs, significant runs. They need moments with these titles. And when they don't have them, what is the purpose behind them winning those championships in the first place? It's a participation trophy. Is that what we're saying about this now? Well, let's be honest. Gato treats his titles like props. He just does. And this this is something something that... like yeah, I mean, for for lack of a better comparison, that's the only person that we can think of off the top of our head. But he treats them like props. He it's it, it's it's just blatant with the tag team titles, yeah. whether it's junior or heavyweight. He just blatantly just hot potatoes those titles. But even like the the lower card uh, singles titles, no one gets a long run with those lower card or singles titles. Like these are like the longest runs we're getting, and most of that is due to pandemic. So. Yeah. I think I think I think Moxley's the longest U.S. champion. I think no one, uh, no one even cares about that belt right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got the. They haven't yeah. even mentioned it. Yeah. He's got, Moxley, Moxley currently has the longest combined uh, U.S. title reign. He's still actually he's. I looked at it. He's twenty days away from breaking Omega's uh, single reign to be the longest, having the longest single reign as well. And he's going to yeah, break that. So. Uh, and, and you know, when you guys are talking about how Gato kind of treats it as props, it's kind of interesting that this match was for both titles. Yeah, it just it just removes it just removes him having to worry about booking for the Intercontinental Championship yeah. if he just kind of lumps them together and continually does that. So that's why whether well, that's why what Hiromu is going to do is going to be interesting to see whether or not it's again going to focus on both titles or if it's only going to be the heavyweight title that he's looking at or if it's only going to be the intercontinental storyline wise it should be the heavyweight it should either be both or heavyweight so we'll we'll have to see like how how this whole thing shakes out and to your guys point i have no idea who is even really in the running to be the one to take the belt from him or belts from him eventually but as we were talking about earlier you don't know who I got the the three most famous words that the the, the, the viewers of True Hill Heat have probably heard on the past True Hill Heats on probably J News Japan. It's the three rows most infamous for New Japan. Oh Jesus! Okada wins. Lol. It's like that's the most obvious route. The most obvious route is is Evil beat Okada in the New Japan Cup final for Okada to eventually beat him for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. I do agree with you that uh, the Hiromu route is interesting because I did hear uh, from the English like reviews from it that what he said in his promo is that he will challenge for both or either title. So I like that. I like that he mentioned that. And someone like Okada is an interesting route as well because Okada has made it blatantly clear he does not give a flying <laughs> crap about the Intercontinental title. Yeah, and that's and, and to what we were talking about before. You have now two faces in, in yeah. Tanahashi and Ibushi that have been freed up. So we could be seeing Evil having multiple defenses, you know, against first Hiromu, then Tanahashi, then Abushi before anything happens, before we even get down the road to potentially it being Okada. So, yeah, we'll 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 see how that goes. Uh, 
you know, we have uh, the, the 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 other shows coming up, Sengoku Lord, and 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 uh, some other stuff. So I'll I'll be busy. I'll still be ripping out these episodes of uh, of, of J News Japan. Um, that that you know, giving guys as much info as you know, everybody as much info as possible about what's going on. Um, go ahead, JP. Uh, no, uh, one other thing that I, that I was reminded of was that if Hiromu is then focusing on evil because his vent like vengeance and just get revenge for the family, it wasn't just Takahashi, right? One, it was also Ishimori. Yeah, and yeah. Hiromu has that junior heavyweight championship, and if he's not careful, Ness is going to be sad again. Man, <laughs> I'm just I'm just upset. This is not 2020. (laughs) I I feel I feel like this is the way that they're. I I don't know. I might be completely wrong. This is me just forecasting. But I feel that tells the it tells the better story, right? If Hiromu ends up losing his IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship to to Taiji Ishimori, he still has the bond to evil. That doesn't go away. That LIJ bond doesn't go away. So it's going to be a further struggle. It's going to be a further uphill climb for Hiromu to get there and eventually beat whoever he has to beat. You know, event, uh, say to himself, hey, now I'm a heavyweight. I've got to do this work. And I'm going to make this work for me. And if he gets there, that'll be the story, right? That'll be the long-term story. Um, but that's just me predicting. That's just me forecasting at this point when it comes I, I- to that. I have mixed emotions about Hiromu even going for the heavyweight title because I, you know, I, like I said before, Hiromu's my favorite person in New Japan right now, so I would love for him to be the heavyweight champion. But at the same time, that junior heavyweight division is weak if he's taken away from it. Without Osprey, without Hiromu, all there is is Ishimori, honestly, when you think about it, with Despi kind of moving up to the never open weight and Shingo already moved up to the heavyweight. Like, they lost so much talent that I, I, I would be scared if Hiromu left as well. I hear you. I hear you. But they, I think they've got to have other guys in the pipeline to join the division. Uh, there's other, there's you know, there's other Japanese uh, companies, uh, you know, be it Noah or All Japan or or Dragon Gate that they they can filter guys through, uh, because they're within the same country and stuff like that. So I think that that might be something that they might take a look into, um, as well. Uh, so so look out for that. And then on top of everything else, as my as my focus point has always been, um, the li- the young lines, the young lines. Right, so they they've got to do something with these young lines that they have with them now. I know it's just three of them, but they just re premiered or re debuted Master Wado. It, it it seemed like a big deal. Make him a big deal, right? Even if it is in the junior division and stuff like that. Kanemaru's still there, obviously. Like you said, Despi's over in the never the never open weight side of things. Um, you know, we don't necessarily know what's going on with the British wrestlers per se. If they're going to be allowed to to travel anytime soon, so that's on that's on the side. Um, and, and stuff like that, uh, but but they've got to do something with these other divisions because these these conglomerations of tag matches are are starting to get to be a bit much, yeah. right? They're running their course at this point, and um, unless they make the never open weight belt akin to their TV championship or a or or on the same level as the Intercontinental Championship, being that evil is double strapped, then you know they're they're gonna have to figure that out. Uh, in in that way as well, and I know they have some injuries that they have to deal with as well. I know that's why Yo hasn't been on shows 
Uh, same thing with uh, Yoshihashi and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see because because right now they're hampered. They're very sh- they're 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 running a short list. They're running a short roster. Um, you know, they they wish they had the WWE problem where they had a lot of people <laughs> on the freaking roster right now, but they don't. Um, so it's tough. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. So so Ren went to the LA Dojo, right? Yep. So 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 the thing about that is is from my understanding of it, um, he's stuck in LA and stuff like that. So they're, oh, they won't play. I can't fly out. Okay. Yeah, he can't fly out. Um, I don't know where Shibata was during this whole. I I feel like he was still in Japan because he was commentating last night. Yeah. So there's some guys who were stuck who got stuck in LA and some guys got stuck in Japan. So that that was I think they're they're, they're dealing with that right now. Um, because Narita is one of those guys who impressed me from the day he walked into a ring. So I seeing him in the juniors would be would would be would be really really good. Uh, try, um. I'm a Carl Fredericks guy. I think Carl Fredericks has a lot of talent. Um, as as a junior, I think he can light it up in there with, with, with guys in Japan. Um, I like Clark Connors. Clark, yo, those dudes need. You know what it is with those guys? They haven't found characters yet. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to watch the Lions Break Collision stuff, I think they're gonna eventually roll that out yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but Shibata keep those boys in shape, man. I'll take that. <laughs> Shibata keeps those boys in shape. Shit. Um, and. I don't want to put this... I'm going to put this out into the universe because I wish it and I've been wishing it for three years. I hope that Shibata finds his way back to the ring. I really, really do. Um, <laughs> I'm the, I'm I, I really, really do. And I understand the injury and the severity of it and things of that nature. I get it. But it's like he's so necessary right now for the... For, for, for the the log jam or lack thereof that they have at New Japan right now, if the wrestler were to come back, he offsets everything. Um that 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 first that when he if he comes back, that first fight with Kenta. Yeah. Yeah. That's that should be that's whatever event it is, forget the heavyweight championship match at that point. It's gonna be, you know, Shibata versus Kenta. That that'll be great. They gotta get Kenta back to Japan. I had no idea Kenta was still living in the States. To be quite that's honest, crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So, so they got to get Kenta back to Japan. Um, uh, those, I don't know how how New Zealand is doing stuff right now, but Toa Hanare um, and Jay White, obviously, uh, they're stuck. So they they can't leave, and no one can come in. Um, so you know they're they're two guys that can be used in New Japan as well. Um, so you know it's it's it's. It's tough with that short roster, man. It's really, really tough with that short roster. And do uh, you know? Do you know what, uh, what the story is with uh, Phantasma? Uh, he's LP's, in the UK. LP's in the UK. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so, so is Robbie Eagles. So they um, might be able to get them back then. Yeah, their, their yeah. travel restriction might uh, might might come back down. Yeah. Uh, you know, if 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 the UK travel ban happens, uh, you know, gets lifted, obviously Will Osprey comes back. Oh yeah. So that's that'll be huge. Um, talking about huge, has anyone seen Will Ospreay lately? On he's a ham hog. Yo, the dude, oh, I, like 20 pounds he's put on. <laughs> like, oh, man. They'd, uh, they'd, they'd, they'd get juice back, too, because he's shacked up with uh, 
Tony Storm. <laughs> He's back. They got David Fin. I feel like I, I said this over the years. David Finley um is a very talented dude in the ring. Uh he's just gotta find his his character. And he would be he would do good as as a, as a super junior. Um yeah. and, and you know, making that roster even longer and stuff like that. So uh, you know, making juice and you know, having Finn Juice as a as a as not Finn Juice, but having them, yeah, Finn Juice, uh, as a tag team, I think doesn't really do well for them now. Uh, but them separate, having Juice in the heavyweight division separately, contending maybe for the Intercontinental, never open weight, U.S. him in that bubble over there, right? And having David Finley do do some other stuff with the juniors would be would be dope. Um, but we need we need some of these travel restrictions to get uh, to get lifted, man, because New Japan's looking kind of sick right now. <laughs> they, 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 they need a touch of something. Um, they, they, I think overall, from from the tournament, the New Japan Cup, they did well with the storytelling. They didn't, they didn't um, leave anything worse for wear. They have people hooked. They want people. To, they have people watching. So there's interest, right? Um, it's just what's coming next is going to be. It's gotta come from a very creative space. It's gotta come from a very creative creative space with the with the with the small amount of pieces that they have. Um, so I'll leave you guys with your final thoughts. Anything? No. What What do you well, guys like to? Well, let's let's do the match of the night MVP LVP. Uh, <laughs> I will cut start it off with the match of the night. My match of the night was most definitely Shingo versus Show for the Never Open Weight Championship. Are I, we all all in agreement on that? I, yes, I was we're all in agreement. Yeah. And I will go uh, MVP first. My MVP, I will give it to the new. IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion. I'm sorry, Ness. <laughs> the, <laughs> so the good, one, so good. The one and only Evil. He had a great performance this weekend. Um, not so much the matches. The matches left a little to desire, but as a character, the yeah. heel turn and him positioning himself as the main event heel for the Bullet Club definitely boosts up his stock in New Japan. Who you got, Ness? I'm actually going to agree with that. You know, you got the two top titles of the company. Like, there's no way that you can't be anything other than the MVP, you know. So, not the way that I want to go about it. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. I'm going to go with Evil. Stat King? Uh, so, we, we're doing uh, – sorry, we're doing MVP first, then LVP? M- MVP right now. Who you okay, got MVP, MVP right now. I'm actually going to disagree with you guys. My MVP is going to be Hiromo simply because I'm personally more interested in his journey and his story going forward because of everything that happened than I am really in seeing what's going to happen with evil. I know evil is going to be evil. I want to see how Hiromu goes through the development of how is he going to make the choices? Is he in order to, in order to get that justice or vengeance for Naito is he going to do the right thing or is he going to have to find his own way of, 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 of being dirty and underhanded his, himself to get his own hands deep stuck in the muck in order to get that vengeance? That to me is incredibly interesting. And the way he's portrayed that throughout the course of the weekend, I, I got to give the MVP to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too many words to add to, to what the Stack King just said. I'm going with Hiromu also. 
um, from an emotional standpoint, from from a person who is supposed to elicit a response from the crowd and the people watching, he definitely does that to a degree I don't think a lot of wrestlers do nowadays. Um, so, you know, his ability to storytell just just with his body and then through his words, um, this story, like like uh, like JP was saying, the story of Hiromu Takahashi for the rest of 2020. What's it going to be? How is it going to unfold? I am interested in that. Fuck evil. Forget evil. I don't care about. <laughs> he can have the bat. He can have the belts. He can have the straps. I care about Hiromu, um, and 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 underlying and not not co MVP. But I'll say this: um, it takes a lot in real life, non kayfabe, for a guy to say, "Yo, I'm gonna ride with the company, and I'm gonna let the company do what they think is right." And I'm gonna sacrifice here, and Naito did that at this point, and I got I, I have to mention that um, just because of what he's been through the last six or seven years. Um, he believes in the company, he believes in the guys in the locker room, and I wanted to give him um, his 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 ups in in this particular uh, point just because it's necessary, man. I don't know when he's gonna be champ again. Who knows, you know? But it's 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 <laughs> exactly it's taken a lot. It takes a lot. It takes a it takes a big man to not politic and do what you know and go with what the company's doing, you know, um, and believing in it. So I just wanted to make that point as well. So next we got LVP Stat King. You seemed in a hurry to give yours. <laughs> what you got? Who you got? Because I was I was thinking about it earlier, and it's part of the reason why I had to give Naito versus Evil slightly lesser rankings because the I said the match was long. To me, the least valuable player is the person who made the, the match be so long, and that's Gatto taking forever to get to the ring. Thank you. He can't walk. For whatever reason, he can't, like, like get him, just, like, get him a chair. I don't want to say wheelchair or, like, anything like that, because that just take you know, why is he even competing anymore? But just, like, a segue or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. A scooter, yeah. Like, like just even if, it's a, even if it's a Razor scooter, he's got to do, like, you know, he's got to do a little the leg push and everything. Like, something to get him there. Like, because he's walking. Ishimori runs past Ishimori. It was, like, it was like it was like he took so long that they was like, you know what? Ishimori got out there. Go, go, go. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly Ishimori, what it was. Ishimori gets in the ring. Gets on Naito and then like hold, grabs him, holds him, and turns. And Jado's still maybe like a quarter of the way down. He's like, "Come on, come on, I'm trying to hold him." And Naito's like, "I could probably get out of this, but I'm supposed to just stay here." All right, I guess I'll stay here. And then he comes in, gets the kendo stick. Hiromu comes in, gives him that super kick, and Jado's just like, "Oh, let me fall." And yeah. I was just like, "Oh man, that was least valuable player for me." By far. <laughs> J News, who you got as the LVP? Oh man, this is the first time I'm doing this. So 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 bear with me here. I'm I'm racking the I'm racking the mental Rolodex that has too much information right now. Um you know, I, I would like to go with uh JP as well, just because I see no use for Jado in New Japan. I just don't. Um but my least valuable uh, player in all of this is going to be the Booker man. Gato, you suck. I don't <laughs> care what it is, what anyone has to say. All right, Gato, you're fucking with you're fucking with everyone's money right now, man. 
there needs to be more stars. I like the I like the Bullet Club storyline. I like it. I like it. It is good. Hiromu is good. What about everyone else? What about everyone else? Gato, you're dropping the ball, brother. You're you are my least valuable player. I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna echo that, echo that, and echo that. Gato is well deserving of the LVP. You're giving me Yujiro Takahashi. And and Yujiro's a friend of mine. I took a picture with him. He's a very nice gentleman. <laughs> I was at the Bullet Club. Well, I'm not wearing a Bullet Club shirt right now. Shout outs to Rusev, you know, prayers for him. But I, Miro. I yeah, Miro, Miro Rusev, shouts out to him. But yes, Bullet Club, I understand is great. But Yujiro Takahashi <laughs> versus the man I call the GOAT. The GOAT Okada, the, the GOAT of New Japan, should not be lowering himself to verse Pimp Juice. No, 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 no. And, and Naito did put some goddamn respect on Naito's name. God damn it. Like, wow, for real? I'm a, One I'm title. I got to mention this. I got to mention this. And this this is going to go very far with the male viewers. Maybe some of the female viewers. Who knows? Pimp Juice, Yujiro Takahashi without Peter ain't shit. I don't care what <laughs> anyone tells me. He ain't shit. At the end of the day, right now, if you're going to have Okada versus Yujiro Takahashi, if Peter ain't there, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Put that on the shirt. He didn't fair. I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> Next. Oh. All right. Uh, man. This is, well, one, before I give mine, understand this is c- completely from a kayfabe standpoint. And it's going to pain me to do this, but my LVP is going to have to be Naito. Not for the fact that he lost. Yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah, I hate to see it. Let me explain. Let me explain. (laughs) Not for the fact that he lost the title. The fact that Evil, which we've touched on with the New Japan Cup review, this was the first member of LIJ. So you would think that their relationship would have been way, way stronger. And and. Nothing would have came between that. So the fact that he had evil turn on him uh, at the New New Japan Cup finals, and then he loses to him, loses both titles, you know, has evil, all types of underhanded tactics, has his newfound friends come out to, you know, do even more damage to Naito, steps on this man's genitals, (laughs) <laughs> that, that's that's probably the, probably one of the lowest things you can do to another man. Uh, I just I, I just got to go with Naito as the the LVP, not for anything that he's done, but for all everything else going on around him. So it's not so much that I'm disappointed in Naito. I'm just disappointed in the scenario that he's now placed in. Then uh, also, but it's not his fault. But you know. With everything that has transpired, that's that's where I go. I'm not proud of that. 
This man is already down and looking at yeah, it's, it's like, oh, and for me God. to be even like to be completely unbiased. I don't even like that at the moment. <laughs> to be completely honest, but that's that's where I'm going with it at the moment. All right. So finally, this is how we do it on uh, on True Rewind. We put our thumbs in the middle like this, and then we're gonna give this show either a thumbs up or a thumbs down in three, two, one. Four thumbs up all across the board for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2020. Put your comments down below. Tell us what you guys thought about the New Japan Cup Finals as well as New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion 2020. What you guys, what emotions you guys have been going through? Have you been like our brother Ness here going, going through? <laughs> Sadness, <laughs> like like the thumbnail on this video. You feel like Will Smith this weekend uh, after <laughs> Naito <laughs> after after Naito lost both titles. Do you feel like that? Put that down in the comment section or even in our live chat that goes on when this premieres. Of course, push the thumbs up on this video. Like we said at the top of this video, it helps the YouTube algorithms and helps us know that you guys want more videos about New Japan Pro Wrestling. And of course, the iCard down at the bottom, you can push that to subscribe. The bell to stay notified for more great content right here on True Heel Heat. And we will be back with another pay-per-view roundtable next week, next uh, week actually. And Stat King, tell us what we'll be reviewing on our next pay-per-view roundtable. Nothing but Impact's Slammiversary event headlined by Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards versus Trey of the Rascals versus a mystery opponent to determine the brand new Impact World Champion, a title recently vacated unwillingly by uh, Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> unwillingly, of course. And, and uh, brother, brother Ness, I believe you're joining with us uh, also next weekend for yes, another sir. pay-per-view nice. roundtable. Yep. You could tell the people about that one. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm ready for that too, man. Just trying to get back in the swing of things. Like, like you said in uh, the beginning of this episode with the pandemic, I've just been working, working, working. Really haven't been able to cover uh, NXT the way I, you know, want to. Shout out to the Wednesday Night Warriors, uh, Romeo, Anthony Colon, Chris G. Appreciate you guys. But you no, know, I'm having a great time, man. This has been one of the one of the most emotional <laughs> weekends I've had far as wrestling goes. So, you know, just getting back in the swing of things. I've, I've been having a great time. And Brother Ness will join us again for our pay-per-view roundtable for WWE Extreme Rules. And Brother D News will be back with more J News Japan tomorrow right here on the YouTube channel. We're going to drop his next edition for a review of the Lions Break Collision. He's going to review more episodes of Lions Break that drop over the next week as well as Summer Struggle for New Japan. So you're going to be a very, very busy man, sir. Yeah, man, I got Summer Struggle coming. I got Sengoku Lord coming. I got more episodes of uh, of uh, Lions Break Collision, as you stated before. Uh, I didn't expect to be this busy, <laughs> to be quite honest. But uh, it's 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 been a it's been a, a welcomed experience and stuff like that, man. Being a being a true heel OG, 
this has been this has been one of those things <laughs> where finally finally getting into the uh, finally getting into the mix of things has been has been really really cool. And uh, you know, just enjoying New Japan as my main product, right? I don't, I don't watch Monday nights. I don't watch Friday nights. Wednesday nights are sacred. We all watch Wednesday nights because they gotta <laughs> be watched. Um, you know, I was watching uh, Stat King. I was watching NWA for a while, and 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 I haven't viewed the episodes of Carnyland. I'll get to it uh, soon, soon enough. Um, Impact. I want to say one thing about Impact real quick. I haven't watched in years, right? And I'm going to leave with this. I want to stop seeing uh, the headline saying Tessa Blanchard was released or that she left uh, Impact Wrestling. She was fired. She okay, was fired. She was fired. fired. All right. The, the, the young lady has got an attitude problem. It's been, <laughs> it's been well documented at this point. And, you know, for, for, for lack of a better term, uh, according to reports and rumors... She might have signed somewhere else right now, and we're just waiting for her to premiere, according to reports. Um, but she seems to be a locker room cancer. We'll see where she ends up. Uh, Trey Miguel. Dude, I watched that dude in the indies, and seeing him where he's at in Impact right now is such a good look for him. Yeah. Um, so that's dope to, 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 to know and see, but I don't want to carry on too much. J News Japan episodes, they'll be scrambled around for the rest of the month of July into August covering everything and all things uh come september when the g1 climax comes you might see me with a bunch of bags under my eyes because that's like but we will be sure to come back together for the g1 climax as well as whatever the next pay-per-view for new japan pro wrestling so you the viewers at home for the good brother ness for our very own Stat King, for Mr. J News Japan, it is me, it is me, your true heel phenom, SP3. Like, share, and subscribe to support for more true heel heat. Catch you later. Take it easy, Take guys. It.